Hi there. I'm Chris Kendall, host of Fulfilled After 40, the podcast. Um, today, I'm here with Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi, Chris. Um, we are going to be talking about some of the, the changes coming up in your life. So why don't you go ahead and, um, and just jump into what you're thinking about? I am currently 48. I am a single mom, which you would think my kids would be out of the house, but they're actually not. So I'm currently in a situation where I moved for a job down to Georgia. Um, I did not have any family here and that was a government position. And then I chose to switch over to industry, which was a big jump for me. And then because of some, uh, because of a situation, my daughters and I are in a car accident. Then my daughters moved back in with me. And then actually most recently, my parents have moved back in with me um, because they're having some changes with regards to their life. And I kind of feel a little bit like, how did I get here? And what do I do now? And where do I go from here? And so I'm definitely looking for some refocusing and figuring out what I want to do and how I get there. So that's where I am. Okay. All right. So the situation with your parents is, is temporary or do you think it might end up being? So originally it it is temporary. It was originally what I thought would be very temporary. And now it's more like a year. So I had anticipated sort of planning to move away from the state about a year ago. And then now, because I am here because of the kids, and then my parents said, oh, can we live with you temporarily? We need to move. We need to buy a different house and have it built. And now it's going to be probably a, probably another year. And that's if everything goes well. So. Okay. All right. And then your daughter living with you, do you think that that's kind of long-term? So again, that was supposed to be temporary. And I thought we were getting to a point where it would be sooner than later that um, she would be figuring out her next plan, but she's not. And again, I'm happy to do this, but it sort of changed everything for me. And now I'm like sitting in a space where I need to figure out what do I want and how do I get there with these constraints? I love the constraints, but they still are constraints. So, right. Right. Okay. So I think that that is a very important thing that you just said. What do you want? Like if in one year from now you could have the perfect life, what does that look like? So that is a great question. (laughs) It's hard because, um, I, I learned a lot living here on my own when I was truly an empty nester and I, and I moved here, I realized that it is hard if you don't live by, you know, good friends or family. So I definitely, for me, I need, I don't think I can stay in Georgia. Like, and there's no chance that any, my kids or my parents will be staying in Georgia. So I definitely need to figure out where I want to go. And I know that I don't know exactly the place that I need to go, but I do know that I need to go someplace where to a bigger city, number one, because I do cybersecurity for my job. Um, I do miss that aspect of it. So I I would like to be able to um, be in a city that I can meet like professional network and things like that. And then secondly, I do think I need to be within, you know, closer proximity to family. So if something happens or if I need, if I feel like I need people that they are, um, closer than where I am right now, which is the closest is about eight hours. So, yeah. 
Okay. So, so you have a few, yeah. a few like areas in mind that you would. I do. I do. So, you know, I grew, I grew up in, I grew up on the West coast. Um, my best friends are on the West coast, but I also did spend 20 years in Maryland. So I have, I do have a pretty good professional and close network there. My sister, my older, my, I have a twin, my twin lives in Oregon. So on the West coast, my oldest daughter has moved to Oregon. And then my younger sister is in Maryland. And then my extended family is in New Jersey. So I kind of feel like those somewhere on the West coast or maybe around the Maryland DC area. But the problem with that is I don't feel like well, the cost of living there and the cost of living in California in particular, like there's some, there's some trickiness with those areas, but again, I don't want to, I don't want to limit myself with that because there's obviously since I switched from government, there's opportunities for employment and things like that, that are commensurate with the area. But those are kind of the two regions. They don't have to be very close, but closer than, like I said, eight hours. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So of those, so between Maryland, Oregon, New Jersey, and California, if you could just have a great house yeah, in any one of those places, it just magically appeared, which would you choose? It? Where would you put that? I probably would choose Oregon because my sister and my daughter are there and my daughter is engaged. So um, I expect her to you know, start a family. And I, I would like her, I would like to be closer to her. So I think realistically, if I had the perfect house could get the job or keep my current job, that would probably be the area that I would be personally happiest with and probably could make it work professionally. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So are there any reasons why it wouldn't work? Like, are there any barriers to you going to Oregon? So not necessarily barriers. Um, I don't particularly love where my sister lives, but this is me being very granular. I know I have to think more in, no, in think the macro want, thing, yeah. but because she lives kind of in a smaller area and I cannot see myself, you know, as a single woman in such a small sort of rural area. But again, that is not the, I guess the barrier is I would like to be I guess I would like to be close, but I guess that is close. I mean, really, truthfully, if I was living outside of Portland, that is very close to both my daughter and to my sister and her family. So the the only other barrier I would say is just it's a big move, right? Across the country is a big move. It's a little scary. Um, I haven't lived on the West Coast um, for a long time, but no, I don't think it's completely... I don't think there's any deal breakers with any of the the issues. No, no. Okay. And you've made big moves before. I have. I have. True. So. Okay. All right. So what are some of the things you think would need to be in place before you could start planning a move to Oregon, for example? Yes. So this is, this is the overwhelming piece of it, right? So I have, so, so I have this, I have a house here. Um, it's full of my stuff. It's full of my parents' stuff. It's full of my kids' stuff. Um, so really I would say the thing I would need to prioritize is really paring down a lot of the stuff. And I think a lot of people can <laughs> appreciate that. The things you acquire along life, um, I would definitely not want to haul all of that across the country. So 
I think really um, figuring out what I really needed. I guess first I would also need to figure out what kind of house I would want to live in and what my what my plans would be moving there short and long term. Um, and then that would have to do, then I would be able to determine like what stuff to take with me. Um, as far as really being here, I do work remote. So there's not really anything I need to do professionally, like with regards to, um, you know, moving an office or anything like that. So I'm, it's really for that, from that perspective, it's primarily just focusing on like getting my younger one on her next sort of phase in life and then making sure that my parents can move on to their phase. And, and honestly, now that we're chatting about it, I'm not even completely tied to staying for the re remainder of when they need to be here. Because like I said, because I don't physically work in the state, I work remote, I could actually, you know, move earlier and sell the house at a later date. So I guess I need to think about that too. I know with the market and stuff, I mean, optimally, I would like to do it all together, but there really isn't anything necessarily holding me here. And now that we're discussing this, not even really actually my, my family that's living here. So something to think about, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned like what kind of house you would want to live in. Yeah. Uh, what, what are some options? What are you thinking? So I think, you know, well, I've thought about this a lot. So I don't really want to live like in an apartment. I think at this point in my life, I, I definitely want to live closer to like a bigger city where you could like go in to, you know, like I said, have professional connections, maybe go to conferences. I want to live in a place where that is definitely accessible to me and not like a huge drive. But then I also do, I like living in not a rural part of of a state, but like maybe more of the suburbs outside of a city so that, you know, there's things to do, there's people to meet. Um, it's not, you know, a huge drive for entertainment or things like that. So, um, I don't need a particularly large house. Um, so probably, you know, something conservative for just myself and, you know, that probably would be good enough. And then obviously for family to visit or whatever, but nothing, you know, nothing particularly, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe like a cute downtown area or something. Yeah, absolutely. Walk to restaurants, rock yeah. to shopping. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. That would be cute. All right. Yeah. And so regardless of where you end up, chance, it sounds like you're going to probably be in a smaller house than what you're currently in now. Yes. Which is why I definitely, definitely need to downsize. I have, I never intended on, you know, moving from my prior house into the same size house. I thought I was downsizing when I came here. And then luckily I didn't downsize because now, like I said, I have a house full and I, and I have for a little while now. So, um, it is definitely something I need to prioritize for sure is really figuring out what the things I need and getting rid of the superfluous sort of things you drag along with you. Yeah. Yeah. So is that something you could start digging into now, like pick a room or an area or a I garage? I definitely can. Yeah. I think it's like one of those things that's not super fun, but if I break it up into sort of stages, definitely I can, I can start attacking that. And that will help me sort of scope like my timeline of when I can realistically do something. Right. So right now it's like just a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, no, definitely for sure. Yeah. Figuring out what I absolutely need to take in like the, the rooms that are, you know, the most significant for sure. Yeah. 
and you have your um your parents at home with you and I know yes. because I know you personally your dad is pretty helpful yes. so it, maybe you could even take advantage of having him there absolutely <laughs> like you. you know honestly both my parents they they are retired and they have a lot of time so um if I made lists absolutely I could get them to help me um that's something I have to sort of release the reins on. Um, it's a little hard, but for sure, letting people go through that um, with some specific instructions could be hugely helpful because they have time, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You've got some live-in yeah. helpers. So yes. take advantage yes. of that. Okay. So it sounds like, you know, kind of the first steps would be um, clearing away some of the clutter, some of the stuff that you would have to move just to make it a little bit less overwhelming to think about packing up and hauling across yeah. the country. Yes. Um, and then maybe on your net, I don't know if you have a trip to Oregon planned anytime soon, but either talking to a realtor out there or starting to keep an eye on some of the areas. Um, and if you talk to, to people out there and maybe get some suggestions on where these cute downtown areas are, because, yeah. you, you know, yeah. you might not necessarily know them. Lisa might not right. necessarily know them, right. but Right. Yeah. No, that's a really good idea. And actually, now that we're talking about this, because it really is important to me that I do have a professional network and something I have missed in Georgia, I don't necessarily have that here. Um, I should reach out and see in that local area, like what is there. And I can, my job is very forgiving. I can definitely plan like a week out there and like engage with some of the professional organizations and see like, where do those people live? Why do they live there? Yeah. No, I think that's a really a huge, a, a very good idea. And I actually really hadn't thought about that. So um, I should take a time instead of just going out and visiting with my sister and my daughter, I should actually like go and see what it would be like to work there, you know, and like live there for real and see how it would interact um, with sort of that professional environment. Yeah. No, that's a good yeah. suggestion. Yeah. Right. And maybe do it during the rainy season, right? Since yeah, <laughs> that's going to be the biggest shock probably. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. The weather, although I don't know, it's pretty hot down here. I think I'd take rain over. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Over, over hot, okay. hot, sweaty right, summer. Good. Yeah. yeah. So. so it sounds like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel too overwhelming to get started, to get going on this path. No, I mean, it's, it's definitely overwhelming. Like just thinking of it as a big giant step, but I think if I take it iteratively and like, you know, start getting stuff set up and feel comfortable with the decision, um, because that's the thing, I guess if I do go to Oregon and I don't like it, or I don't feel like the professional, you know, network there is right for me, then that's very telling. Right. So I can make that decision based off of that. I think, you know, sort of exploring those areas not visiting, but exploring them with the notion of thinking of like, maybe I want to live here. I think that would definitely be a different visit. So yeah, no, I think it's a little overwhelming. But yeah. Yeah. Not, maybe find an Airbnb. Not, yeah. Yeah. Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And just actually like literally work there and yeah, just live in a house like, and... what, like what it feels like to work there. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. All right. Okay. Are there any other things that um, you want to talk about today? Yeah. So the only other thing that I definitely would like to 
you know, prioritize is like from a professional experience or from a professional perspective, um, I work in a predominantly male career field. And even with the best of intentions, um, the government, you know, was there were, it was really uh, swayed male versus female in the tech field. And then in industry, it's also like that. And so the other thing that I'm sort of thinking about right now is like my next career move and like, what do I want to do and how do I build up the confidence to, um, you know, take one of those positions that maybe are scary to take or that, um, you know, you always say, oh, I'm not qualified to do that. Um, so that's the other kind of thing that I definitely want to explore in this session and future sessions is, you know, um, battling with my own confidence, even though I know I know what I'm doing is the confidence to kind of take that next career position that is a little scary. And, you know, so we yeah. can okay. chat a little bit maybe today and take it further in the future. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so the first thing I would ask is when you're thinking about like this next, the next career thing, is it more of um just like a, a promotion type of thing from what you're doing now or is it something completely different so i i battle with this a lot like it's not so i have i have a pretty high position in my current company um i spent most of my career in the government so our sort of jobs were very hierarchical and they're less hierarchical in the in private industry. So it's not that I want to do something that is like so much higher than what I'm doing because I have a I have a good position and I do manage a program and some people. But what I want to do and what is sort of important to me is I do really care about um you know my own personal technical development and the technical development of like future generation, um, making sure that STEM is advocated for. And so I would like to be able to do, to have a position that is maybe more influential, if that makes sense. And it doesn't even have to be necessarily, um, like I said, hierarchical, like I'm not looking to be a CTO or a CISO, I don't think. Um, but I would definitely like to be in a position where I can influence um, and encourage, you know, diversity in my career field, um, particularly encouraging women to, come into STEM. So I know I do work with some nonprofits for this, but I, I think that currently where I sit, I don't have that kind of influence and I'm not sure how to explore like what would be the next best thing that would be fulfilling in my career for me. So, yeah. so do you think that you would need a different job? Like, do you want a job specifically around that, like working in a nonprofit full-time? So I have thought about that, um, definitely considered that, um, and just thinking about like long-term, I think that would be something that would be very fulfilling. I just don't know enough about it. Cause like I said, my career has been predominantly with the government, um, public sector. And then now I'm in the private sector and obviously like we're a for-profit, <laughs> our goal is not to do development. So I would like to figure out how to get into the right networks and sort of get some peer mentors and things like that. So I don't know, I, but I know that this can't be the, this won't be my last job. Um, right, right. I do want to grow and 
And I think that from my experience and, and from working with this company, you do need to be in a position of influence to, to have some meaningful impact on that. And so maybe a nonprofit, maybe a larger company that has that sort of outreach um, would be intriguing, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, with, you know, in the short term, I mean, obviously right. long-term, it may require a, a job change or even just, right. um, you know, complete career change and kind of go into like more of a community focused, um, but in the short term, um, if you were to contact some of your local high schools Mm -hmm. or junior highs, they probably have, um, science programs and they would love to hear from you. Yeah. That's a good idea. Just starting here. Cause that's true. I feel like even if I, this isn't something that I mean, I have to accomplish in the next year per se, but like, I do know that, you know, they probably have an understanding of this local area, but then maybe potentially, you know, the whole state and the whole country, even they might be connected to some of these programs. So that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, and maybe I will feel fulfilled if I just do it purely like on the side, I, I don't know. That's what I'm struggling with. Like, do I, because I have the time, I am an empty nester technically. Um, so what what do I need to do to feel fulfilled? Because I, I do feel like that is something that is missing and that I did want to do when sort of my kids were out of the house. So yeah. And um, I don't know if, I mean, this might be a little bit too much, but one thing that I know that I personally have considered over the years is like um, big brother, big sister programs, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that could be something that maybe if you were to look into and see if there's any girls that are interested in science, um, Mm -hmm. or technology or coding, um, programming, whatever, whatever it is that you'd like to, um, reinforce and see if maybe there would be a match and, and that like real one-on-one impact might be what you're looking for. Yeah. And they definitely have that stuff here. Um, I have pursued some of it, early on, but then COVID happened and I just kind of let that sort of die away. But those are, they do have those programs even here in this smaller area. So I will definitely explore that. Yeah. And I, and those, those kind of organizations are connected across the, not only the United States, but globally. So like, yeah, maybe there's something there that I can do, you know? Yeah. No, that's a great idea. Okay. Good. All right. Good. Yeah. I mean, we'll definitely have to, um, explore that a little bit more. I'll think about it too. Um, okay. on some of the ideas that, that could help you. Um, but, um, this is good. I think we, we made some yeah. good progress. I feel we like. Did. Yeah. It's um, definitely helpful to talk through this stuff. Um, yeah, it, it definitely makes you do some introspection on things and just think about, you know, instead of trying to tackle all of the things at the same time, sort of taking it, you know, piece by piece. I think that's very helpful. So thank you. Yeah. Yes, of course. Of course. All right. Good. Well, thank you so much, Lori, for joining us today. Thank you. Um, And, you know, we'll talk again in future sessions, but um, I hope you have a wonderful week. You too. Thanks. Hey, well, that was another great session. It was really fun to talk to Lori and um, exciting to hear about her plans for maybe a cross-country move and some um, 
more community outreach that she's thinking about. So that's really cool. Um, if you would like to have a session, please visit fulfilledafter40.com. You can either book a package or if you'd like to be live on this podcast, you can have a free short session just like Lori's um, by signing up uh, on the form right there on the page. Also, I wanted to let you know that I am doing a two-day intensive um so I will be taking clients, um, meeting them in any city in the country, in the U.S., and working for two days, two full, like, nine-hour days with, with lunch and dinner included in there um, to work through any of their business or life um, challenges that they're, that they're dealing with. And this is going to be like hands-on working session. We will dig into the systems, the software. I'll get you set up with accounting or email, um, nurturing, like whatever processes you need in place, we'll get those done. Whatever work needs to be done on your offers, whatever planning, research, et cetera, we'll just make it happen. So you're really going to get like two months worth of work done in two days. So we're just going to dig in and get you to that next stage. So if that's something that you're, that you're interested in, um, check out the site uh, under business coaching. You'll see the intensive information there. And um, I look forward to talking to you next time.